Welcome to It's All in Your Head, the podcast where we'll teach you why the power to change your health, your habits, and your life is all in your head. Join us as weight and food coach Ronnie Davis helps you get off the endless diet roller coaster. You'll learn to redefine weight loss and healthy living through habit, belief, and behavior modification so it can actually stick. Welcome to day two of this special six-part weight and food freedom series to kick off the new season of It's All in Your Head. We started yesterday with an essential first step, permission. Have you been practicing? How's it going? I want you to be patient with yourself. Remember that this all takes practice. And in the beginning, simply remembering to practice can be a huge win. So let's dive into day two. The next most important element builds on some of what I had you do yesterday with all of the questions I suggested you ask yourself. Awareness and curiosity. These are your next practices. And if you've been here for a while, if you've been following me for a while, if you've been listening for a while, you've probably heard me say all of this before, but I want you to stay tuned and listen again anyway, because it's really important reminders, even if you have heard me say these things before. So for our purposes, we're going to define awareness and curiosity as simply an honest look at yourself and your life, just without judgment or attachment to any of it being right or wrong, good or bad. That second part that I just said there, that no judgment or attachment to it, that part, that is super important. Because remember yesterday when I talked about permission being so vital, because it helps eliminate some of the reasons we may self-punish. That's why we don't want to attach any judgments to the things that we begin to notice, because we want to eliminate self-punishing behaviors. So awareness and curiosity, this is vital because without awareness of our thoughts or how our thoughts and our beliefs are impacting our behaviors, we simply can't change them. And this is where mindfulness comes in really handy. So let's start with some basic assumptions about mindfulness. Struggling, suffering, these things are universal in our world. We all struggle with different things. We all suffer. Um, You know, by suffer, I just mean have negative experiences in life trauma, terror, even just minor disappointments or unhappiness. And those things occur not even so much because of the external things that we experience, but usually significantly more so because of the thoughts, beliefs, and emotions that we attach to those things, right? We tend to go through life contributing to our own suffering in so many different ways. And almost all of the thoughts and beliefs that we hold, that we believe, that we allow to determine our our behaviors, that contribute to our suffering, don't even originate with us. We don't come out of the womb hating ourselves for our belly rolls or criticizing ourselves for what we eat or everything, really, or being scared of everything. We learn those things. They come from somewhere or someone else. And we learn much of it when we're growing up. And then it all still guides us to this day. Without awareness, we tend to think and feel the things that we're told we should be thinking and feeling. 
or behave in the ways that we've been programmed. Our thoughts, beliefs, and even feelings get programmed as patterns that we just keep repeating day after day, week after week, year after year, and they impact all of our behaviors, including why we eat the way we eat, which impacts our health and our weight. So cognition, what the brain does, our thoughts, beliefs, emotions, right? And our behavior, what our body does as a result, so our physical states, our actions, our behaviors, those two things are inseparable. That means that our thoughts, beliefs, and emotions drive our feelings, our actions, and our behaviors. If we want to change our behaviors, our experiences in life, we have to change the things that are driving them. That is our thoughts, beliefs, and emotions, right? But we end up living this way, stuck in these patterns for so long that we don't even question any of it. We just believe it all to be our truth. And the worst of that is that most of these things aren't helping us to have the happy, healthy, full, and abundant lives that we want. For most of us, we get stuck in these patterns of thinking, living, behaving, especially eating, that not only do we feel trapped in, but are often flat out self-destructive and contributing or creating that suffering that I spoke of earlier. So in my work, I teach clients to understand the connection between them, the connection between how their thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are generating their results, and also provide tools and strategies to change it all in a way that better supports their physical and mental well-being. Now, this gives them the power to not only stop self-sabotaging weight loss or healthy eating attempts, but things like binge eating, emotional eating, autopilot eating. It also improves stress levels, quiets the voice of the inner critic in your head, eases, <clears throat> excuse me, eases feelings of overwhelm, anxiety, depression, low self-worth, and more. And so we start this process with present moment awareness. That is an active and constant practice of staying present and noticing our assumptions, our thoughts, our beliefs, and emotions. So this practice gives us the space between thought and reaction to explore a different path, one that leads us closer to the health, happiness, abundance, peace, all the goodness we want and deserve, right? And when we apply these practices to our food world, everything changes. We learn to stay present in the moment, present with our thoughts, present with our emotions and the sensations in our body. We sit in calm to explore our inner world, to reflect and to learn about ourselves and to quite literally change our minds, which by default then changes not only our choices, but the way that we experience our lives and the things that happen in our outer world. So mindfulness suggests that we can have the life that we want, but it's probably not going to be found by changing the world outside of ourselves. It comes from changing the world inside because we actually live and experience our lives from inside of our skin, right? So the most important step going forward is to practice staying in the present moment and paying attention to not only your thoughts, but how your thoughts are making you feel and the behaviors that often follow when you feel that way. 
So for example, when you're standing in the mirror and you think, oh God, you're so fat, pause in that moment. Notice that thought and then notice what feelings flood through you right after that thought. Does it make you feel good about yourself? Or does it make you feel bad and ashamed? And when you feel bad and ashamed, how do you respond next? If you're anything like I was, and like most people, you respond by diving into a bag of potato chips or ice cream or chocolate or whatever. So you have that thought standing in the mirror in that moment, and it floods you with these feelings of shame or you know, whatever, you carry those through the day and then those feelings drive your behaviors the rest of the day, right? A simple thought popped into your head that you've been thinking for so many years that you've learned to believe it. You've learned to believe it and you've attached a very strong negative emotion to it and then it directs your next behaviors. But when you start bringing an awareness to your thoughts, Without judgment or attachment, you can start choosing to not allow that thought to impact how you feel about yourself and choosing the response you have. So it starts with awareness of your thoughts, awareness of how they're making you feel and how those feelings typically guide your behavior. So practice pausing and breathing periodically through the day and just noticing your thoughts. Practice pausing and breathing through the day so that you can take a second to check in with yourself. Now, this in itself can be a hard thing to remember to do. So again, simply just remembering to do it in the beginning is a win. It can also be helpful to set some reminders on your phone so that they'll pop up every once in a while and remind you, right? In the same way that you would schedule appointments, schedule a reminder in your phone, every hour, every three hours, whatever, that will simply pop up and ask, how are you, right? And then that can be your cue to bring all of your attention to whatever you're doing in this moment right now and check in and notice, what are you doing? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Where are you feeling it? What do you need right now? As you go through your day, practice bringing your full awareness to the present moment as often as possible. When you're brushing your teeth, when you're making your breakfast, when you're showering, what are you thinking about? How are those thoughts making you feel? Connect with your senses. What do you physically feel? What do you see? What do you hear? What do you taste? What do you smell? This connection with your senses at little exercise can help ground you in the present moment. Take a few deep breaths. Often, practice bringing your awareness to this moment because this moment is the only one you ever have. It's the only one you can control. And with awareness, you're given the power to break out of autopilot mode. Breaking out of autopilot mode is the first step towards changing those old patterns of thoughts and behaviors that aren't serving you. As you're scrolling social media, talking to friends, watching the news, what are you thinking and feeling as a result of those engagements? Which messages are making you feel better? Which ones are making you feel worse? As you're going about your day, which activities are making you feel better? Which foods are making you feel better? Which are making you feel worse? Also notice when you're struggling to stay present and you're feeling compelled to escape and disconnect from the present through things like mindless eating, scrolling, watching TV. Just notice, no judgments, just notice. And again, apply this strategy to when you eat. 
Before you eat, simply pause and ask, are you physically hungry? Do you want that thing? Why do you want that thing? When you're done eating, stay present with how your body feels. How did that thing you ate just make your body feel? It will tell you. Do you want to keep feeling that way? Why or why not? So that's it for day two. I hope that you will stay tuned uh, and keep an eye out for tomorrow's episode. We're diving into day three up next for you tomorrow. You've been listening to It's All in Your Head. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to pop over to RonnieDavis.com and grab a copy of Why'd I Eat That? to start uncovering your barriers to healthy eating and weight loss endeavors.